With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. So much stupid stuff, yeah. Scott Fish. Lots of stupid stuff. Yeah, we pride we pride ourselves on stupid stuff <laughs> here at Fantasy Football Weekly. We only get to break down games, Scott. Yeah, this show and one more show. One more show. That's it. Three games left. Three I know. games left. That's all. Yep. What a bummer. And then we're going to talk about aardvarks and <laughs> peacocks and badgers and stuff. Just animal talk. Yeah, a lot of the... there'll be a lot of uh, there'll be a lot of this a little little peacock in there. Yeah. All so right, all right. yeah, we'll we'll work some stuff in. I think next week's show. Mm-hmm. Matt Harrison will join to talk about ways to play fantasy and play around the Super Bowl. Yes. And then the show after that will be the big Super Bowl preview show. Yes. And then after that, we start looking at 2024 already. Yes, I know. Imagining Caleb Williams or Drake May in purple, I get it. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. You think the Ravens are going to change quarterbacks? <laughs> it's, you know, it's anything's possible. No, not that. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> it really is impossible, yeah, I don't you're think. Right. You're right. Uh, but we've got two full games to break down today yes um and tons of tons of angles and like we've done the last several weeks we're not doing like letter grades on every guy but i just i just want to hear about angles you're interested in angles that fantasy players could exploit right sometimes there might be betting angles for those of you that do that in a legal Mm -hmm. area uh great but yeah i just want to get your thoughts on the games um and let's just let's talk through the sort of the fun angles that you've got sure the first game is kansas city baltimore yes Sounds like a rainy, sloppy mess. It might be. I, it might be rainy. It might be rainy. The, the most recent reports, like it went from might be rainy to it sounds like it's going to rain going the to rain. entire game. Wow. So so good. Uh, good thing for Purdy, he's not at that one <laughs> based on last week, yeah, right? <laughs> yes. And that's you know this came up on my uh, KFAN show uh-huh. uh, with the host Paul Allen. Uh-huh. Brock Purdy's had two of his last three games have been pretty bad. If he stinks in this one, the Ravens one, yeah, uh, the Christmas Ravens one, yeah, that must be the one. Yeah, uh, Christmas Ravens, and then last week's game mm-hmm. was not good. Yeah, if he lays an egg here, then what do the Niners do? Are they in the <laughs> Kirk Cousins sweepstakes at that point? Oh, I boy. mean, you know what? You know where could what might they do at that point? Oh, it'd be fascinating. Yeah. Wow, yep. I, their I, off season I, would take a would become so much more complicated than what we expected. I feel like that team has faith in Purdy, <laughs> believes they in do. Purdy. I mean, he had a good playoff run until he, you know, his arm fell off last year, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's back in the NFC Championship game. I, 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 I have trouble believing they make that move, but it's po- that's possible. Lamar, it no, is. but yes. <laughs> this one, yep. this one, I can. This one is a little, especially because Purdy's so cheap. 
you know, like right, and that's helped them in other areas. So they've been able a, to, yep. you know, put big money towards, you know, yep. like Bosa and Christian McCaffrey. Yep. You know, they've got, you know, they've spent lavishly on. Yeah, they're a heroes and zeros roster. Yeah, with big big money on like four or five players, and then everybody else is just cheap guys. <laughs> um, and it's worked for San Francisco yep. to this point. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's talk Kansas City, Baltimore. You mentioned uh, rain could be a factor, and I I like the running backs mm. in this game. Yes. And this is before weather. Mr. Runs like he bites people. Did you hear about that this week? Isaiah Pacheco finally responded to all the things people talk about his running style. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, a sub-reporter is like, people say you run like you're trying to bite people. And he's like, I ain't no zombie, man. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> no zombie. On. That's really good. Come on. I don't. <laughs> he's good. Well, yeah. let's start with Pacheco. Sure. Who runs like he bites people. <laughs> uh, I love that he just runs Mad. Yes. I, so like, angry. It's, I always worry about the career longevity of those types of runners. We've seen it a few times, mm-hmm. but yes, he runs mad. Now, I see lots of running coming. Here's why. Ravens have lost four games this year. Mm-hmm. How did they get beat? On the ground. Listen to this. Okay. The four losses, the opponents averaged 30 rushes, three zero rushes. That's a lot of rushes. 123 rushing yards. That's how you beat the Ravens. Yep, it's keep, such a good secondary. Keep their keep their offense off the field. Keep yes. Lamar off the field from making special plays. That's part of it, but also they're really good run a pass defense and, a, and yep. not and they're, yep. they're yep. not a great run defense. Yeah, Kyle so Hamilton. The oh, we're going to talk about him in a minute. Okay, I'm fascinated by Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's an interesting matchup there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so if you're if you're Andy Reid and the Chiefs and you're looking at how teams beat the Ravens, it's on the ground. Pacheco's, uh, for those of you that are of a betting ilk and you like your prop bets, Pacheco's over-under on attempts is only 14 and a half. Yep. As I mentioned, in these losses, teams have averaged 30 rushing attempts. Add in some weather, that could be a game, that could be a, a rushing uh, helper as well. 63 and a half rushing yards is his prop number. Over the Now, last week, they shut down Singletary. On this show, I said, I liked Singletary because mm-hmm. of the reasons I'm mentioning now. This yeah. is how you go beat them. You know, get your running game going. But the Texans got... They were basically blown up by the third quarter. Singletary only got nine carries. The five games prior to last week against the Ravens, they ranked tw- – this is the last five weeks of the season, uh, not counting Week 18 because they didn't play the starters. They ranked 29th in rushing yards allowed, 30th in yards per carry, and they gave up 5.2 yards per rush. Jeez, that's a lot. Isn't this a mandate it's, to run Pacheco? It, it does feel like it. It does feel like it. Yeah, and, and they, they're a much more – Yes, yes, it does feel like it. I was trying to train my th- get my train of thought there, but I couldn't. But yes, it does feel like a really good spot for Pacheco. Ravens are a good pass defense. The path of least resistance on the ground. Opposing runners average twenty four carries per game against Baltimore, and Pacheco again sitting at fourteen and a half. I think he won't need nearly twenty four to have an effective game here. Mm-hmm. So I I like Pacheco to continue his yeah. hot streak. He's yep. dude's good. Yep, assuming he assuming he's I, I assume he's gonna go. Like I know he's had limited practices this week, but it he went last week, so I feel like he's gonna go again. Let's talk Kyle Hamilton since you brought his name sure. up. So he's the best coverage safety in football. Yeah. Year two of his yep. career. Yep. He's the best coverage safety in football. Uh let me give you some numbers. The average receiving game allowed in his coverage this year. You want to guess? Yards. Give me the uh, yards. Yes. I'm going to go with just the yards. Okay. I'm going to go with 21.4 yards. 15 Dang yards. 
I went fifteen yards. I know, right? Exactly. Exactly. He's allowed one touchdown in his eighteen games, so okay. his his per game average is zero point zero six touchdowns per game allowed. Wow. Kyle Hamilton. Wow. But now here's the question for you. Hamilton's usage, Scott, has been like this this year. Yeah. He plays in the slot, mm-hmm. but sometimes if the opposing team has got a good slot receiver, he'll cover the receiver. If they don't, he'll cover the tight end. Okay. So what, what do does he do? do here? Yeah, what do you when do you here? When you have Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice, the yeah. two guys you need to take away yeah. from the Chiefs passing attack. If you take those two guys away, Chiefs passing attack is dead. So what would you? What do they do with Kyle Hamilton? Do yeah. you take away Rasheed Rice, who runs over ha- roughly half of his snaps from the slot, or do you take away Travis Kelsey? Yeah, yeah this 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 feels this feels like your classic old school Bill Belichick cover the two and uh, put two man two people on the mm-hmm. one. The question is which is which, but I feel like I feel like they'll probably they would probably just keep Kyle in the position he does more often this season. And just keep him in the slot with Rice, and and probably just double Kev, Kelsey. Or a, of course, a Kelsey's man, also or, standing in the or, slot or, all the time. Or Amanda bump on Kelsey and have someone over the top on him. But mm-hmm. it, you could almost double both <laughs> both of them with with the rest of that receiving. Court. You really could, and just wait for MVS, who granted did not drop his passes last week, yeah. but just wait for him to drop his passes. Yeah. Right? It's going to yeah. be raining. I mean, this is not MVS territory right here. Right. I don't think a slow track, yeah. a slow muddy track. I don't think this is a good spot for MVS. Yeah, nope. my opinion. No. Uh, and Rasheed, so I'll be fascinated. Either Rasheed Rice or Travis Kelsey could be sitting on a really bad game potentially. It's very possible. And if Hamilton and ends up taking Rice, those guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. So that's uh, that'll be one worth watching. I've got yeah, a couple others from this game for you. Lamar Jackson, get this. Okay, opposing quarterbacks against Kansas City. Seven straight opposing quarterbacks, okay. zero or one passing touchdown. Against the Ravens? Uh, against, against Kansas City. Oh, That's wow. how good that pass defense have been. Ten of the past 11 Sne- have zero or one. a couple games in there, too, which is yeah, he did. interesting. Uh, yep, ten of the past 11, zero or one passing touchdown. Lamar Jackson comes in. I think he's going to run much more than pass. I think the passing totals are going to be low, particularly in this weather and just yep. given how good the yep. Chiefs are. Yep, I can yeah. see that. And that brings me to my favorite player of the week. Oh, boy. Were I allowed to legally bet in Minnesota, I would be betting Justice Hill's props. Mm -hmm. So, Gus Edwards can't catch. Right. Okay. Keaton Mitchell was the pass catcher there, but he's dead. So, they're using Justice Hill more as the pass catching back out of the backfield. He's running the triple the routes of Gus Edwards. Yep. Over the last month, Hill's averaging 33 receiving yards per game. Justice Hill's prop number is 11 and a half yards. Mm-hmm. 11 and a half. He's yep. averaging 33 over the last month. Yep. So I see them doing, I uh, see them throwing well uh, to, well, throwing fairly often anyway, to Justice Hill. Uh, an opposing runner has topped that line in 10 of the past 11 games against the Chiefs. Justice will be served. Yeah, he's. I like it. Justice will be You like that? Yeah, he's yeah, he's gonna out. hit. He's gonna hit both of those. In fact, I'm willing to bet those, and I'm willing to bet both those probably go up in the next two days. And, and here's Lines here's yeah. here's one reason why. First off, Charge always does his own research. Like you always do your own research. Oh, your, yeah. ra- your rankings always have like 
inconsistent stupid consensus and stuff yeah. oh, like that. Yeah. So th- this is I'm dumber than consensus. So I, That's I'm why. Pref- I'm prefacing this <laughs> with charge. This is a charge call. I have seen that. Justice Hill reception props so many times this week. Oh, really? It's a very, very talked about line. Okay. All right. So, so that so, might move. So you found your way onto, like, you're like, yes, this is That's it. a hot button for other yeah. people. So I'm, I get in on it now if you're listening to this. His Justice Hill's rushing yards. And by the way, uh, Dalvin Cook factored in th- and through the passing game, but it was at the at blowout time at the very end of the fourth quarter yeah, of yeah, last he, week's game. He got in late. So I, I don't see blowout coming, although I prefer Baltimore in this game. Um, Justice Hill's rushing number is 33 and a half, and I think okay. he gets over that as well. Just the eye test, he's so much more dynamic than Gus. Yep. Gus is really yep. just straight ahead, four yards per carry. Over the last five weeks, Justice Hill averaging five and a half yards per carry, Scott. Yeah, I'm always about three and a half, four years early on these kinds of things. <laughs> Nico Collins. <laughs> yes. Uh, so whatever I say now, in 2027, just take, yeah, take right, that. That's right. Take it to uh, the bank. Yeah. No, I've been, I've been, I liked Justice Hill a long time ago. He's underwhelmed. He's never quite made it. He's been hurt a lot. Uh, but he does have times when he's very efficient with the ball. Um, I would agree with all of that. Uh Chiefs' run defense has been better lately, but it's still the the easiest way to beat the Chiefs is on the ground, not through the air. We already talked about how good that pass uh, that pass defense was. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to talk about with this game? You, who do you think wins? I got Baltimore winning. Um, I, I, assuming the fix isn't in, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, and you know, who knows? I'm sure you saw what Warren Sharp tweeted about how the referees, the referee, stuff. they put shot. What's his name? Sean Smith. Yep. The referee who's got overwhelmingly the yep. strongest trends towards road upsets yes. than any other referee yep. crew. Yep. So his crew's on it. Yeah, it's 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 possible. He just loves causing drama for home fans. Mm. And it's and uh they like they're not, he, it's possible he's not fixing the game on purpose. He just hates the home fans. Like he yeah. loves the animosity of it. And the NFL put him there being like all right, let's make this happen. <laughs> no, make I'm this happen. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy, but like yeah, it is interesting. Isn't it interesting? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I think Baltimore should win. Uh, I think they're just the better overall team. But I'm it's it's really tough to to rule out an Andy Reid led Mahomes offense. I like, know, isn't it? It, it feels it feels like the old Farver Rogers days where I know they only had a Super Bowl each, but no matter who they played, you felt there's a puncher's chance. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I feel like that's what it is. I feel like I feel like the Ravens should win, but I'm not going to rule out Casey. I know, I know. It's just the Raven. You know, the Ravens. In addition to just winning way more games than the Chiefs, the Chiefs were you know, the games they're they, winning. They're barely getting by mediocre opponents, or even that, losing to mediocre opponents. That's my thing about the Chiefs. I wonder if their offense figured it. Like their offense sputtered all year, oh, yeah. and it started to come along at the end. Um, basically, when they realized, oh, Rasheed Rice should be our number one wide receiver. That, yeah, that helped. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I agree. I just feel like they didn't put away bad teams. They no. didn't. And here's the Ravens just. Smoking teams, right? Smoke San Francisco, as we right. just mentioned. Yes. Yeah. So I just, I can't, I can't, I can't look past that. I no. just, I just think the yep. Ravens. If yep. these two teams play the way they've played for the past two months, the Ravens are way better. Right. Yep. They are. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Let's- this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. talk Detroit San Francisco yep yep we get uh we get a dry warm mid 60s or high 60s mid 70s mix of sunny and cloudy day in San Francisco I say this because we all know Jared Goff is a house cat yeah. <laughs> he's I, I like calling him a house cat I'm gonna keep doing it until it catches on he's a house cat he's way better in his, uh, in his, domes than his outdoor games he averages 210 yards and one passing yep. touchdown. Yep, that's not going to beat the 49ers. No, no, and it, you, this is you can say that you know some of those might have had more inclement weather than others, but also this is a really good 49ers defense. So that mm-hmm. that kind of offsets that. In his last four against this 49ers uh, defense, were with the Rams. Yeah. In yeah, and so the Ram, not against the defense, but in San Francisco, he had multiple scores in all of them. Two of them really high yardage games. Two of them not so much. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's. It's hard to bet on Jared Goff outdoors in general against a really good defense. It makes it a little bit harder. It does. Now, the weather here, San Francisco, it really should beautiful. Matter. It's seventy gonna be degrees. It's going to be gorgeous, be, yeah, be gorgeous. Like, yeah. and almost no wind too. Which, yeah. so it's just it's basically like it's an almost indoor an indoor game. Maybe the sun sun gets in his eyes. Maybe that's his problem. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I I actually I, I like both these teams to have a pretty close games here game here. But uh, on the Lions side, let's just stay on the Lions side for a second. Sure. Did you know the the only player on Detroit line on the Detroit Lions who was alive the last time Detroit went to the NFC Championship game? You'll well, never right guess. So there was there's, there's one there's one player yes. who was alive from the 1950s 91 wasn't it 91 no what was it the no, the, the Lions won the championship I thought you said or no, no? Went, Lions went, went the playoffs to, went to the playoffs went, yeah went to the NFC championship, the championship game. yeah whatever I don't I don't know yeah it's the it's the long snapper Jake McQuaid <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one old enough well it's not Super Bowl era it's yeah. got to be pre Super Bowl right. They haven't been to an NFC Championship game in the Super maybe, Bowl era. Maybe, maybe it's a divisional round. Yeah. I, maybe I read that wrong. Either way. Yeah. Now, now I want to look it up. <laughs> because if it were in the 90s, that most of the team would be alive. The guys would still be be alive. 1991 sure. against they, Washington. They lost to Washington. In Washington in the, the, that yep. was the, they, I didn't remember that the Lions had gone that far. Yep. You're telling me the only player alive. In 1991 was Jake McQuaid, but, I mean, what would that realistically make him, 32? 
Oh, I got to. I thought you meant still alive today. I, you meant who uh, was no, born on the then? team on the team. Okay, that's still playing on the team that was yeah. alive for got that ninety one. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I, I know that the nineties for guys like us feels like ten years ago. <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was actually quite a while ago. <laughs> um, the one one thing I think that's an interesting of note angle for this is Goff has not dealt with pressure well this year. Mm-hmm. He's he's top five in the league in uh, yards per attempt and EPA when not pressured. He's bottom five when pressured. Wow. And for a good stretch of the second half of the season when mm-hmm. you know they lost a bunch of their games, he was the worst quarterback in the NFL against wow. pressure. And I know that the 49ers got zero sacks with right. their, you know, Hargrave and yeah. Warner and Bosa last week. But I think that they could bring some pressure, especially depending on uh, Frank Ragnew, who has ankle, uh, ankle injury, toe injury, knee injury, and back injury. So basically, other than that, basically he's just me. <laughs> he's just me out there. Um, shocking, he went back in to play that. Like he's a warrior. When they showed the when they showed game. his uh, his ankle getting all you know, crunched up and twisted the wrong way in game. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's the end of his season. <laughs> yeah, and nope. then like, you know, next nope. series, right Get now back out there. out there. Get me out there. Yeah. So, uh, Ragnu's going to be an interest. I think I, we have to assume he's going to play like, yeah, he I, is. He'll rest or whatever it takes to make sure he can suit mm-hmm. up. Like this is, this is the, like every game in this playoffs feels like a Super Bowl for the Lions. Oh, for it's, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I think he goes. Um, another note, interesting note, is the Lions have the lowest deep ball rate in the league. I didn't they know don't that. Know, they don't throw it low. And when you think about their offense with their Josh Reynolds, well, Josh Reynolds can run deep, but, you know, St. Brown, Gibbs mm-hmm. out of the backfield, Montgomery yeah. out of the Laporta. Laporta rumbling you, across the middle. When you think about it, yeah. yes, they don't. But... They take, don't of, they take that deep shot every couple of times? You know, a couple are, of times a game. They are one of the best and most efficient when they do. They have ah. over a fifty percent completion rate when they go over okay. twenty yards. All right. So it maybe it's a little rope a dope there. Yeah. <laughs> See how old I am dropping rope a dope stuff in here. But yeah, top five in explosive success rate and deep completion rate when they do go mm. deep. So I, I found I found those those pretty interesting. Interesting. When they get inside, if you're looking for any time score type props and stuff like that, they run over 70% of the time once they're inside the five. Wow. Um, and they score a touchdown on 31% of their drives, which. That's great. Yes, that's yeah, a that's, fantastic that's a number. Ridiculous number. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly a third of the times. <laughs> they don't have to settle for many field goals because they're so efficient yeah. at scoring when they get in close, which is, you know, credit to, credit to Lions, David Montgomery. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, over over on the other side, the uh, 49ers side, um, I, I think a lot of the talk this week is going to be Purdy without Debo if he goes or not. You know, he was what he's been doing in practice as the as of the point of the you know the last time I checked before we're doing this uh, was that he was working out on the side. He was not doing yeah. practices; he was just working out on the side. There's not a lot of optimism for him to go. Um, but if he does go, it changes things. But if he doesn't go, like we're looking at guys like Ayuk Garner, a quarter of the target share from Purdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, once he does go, I believe his props are somewhere in the five for eighty range right now. Yeah. Um, so if Debo doesn't go, I, I would be I would be happy with both of those numbers. I feel like that both of those are in a shootout scenario. I think five for eighty is easily obtainable for for him. Uh, Kittle twenty two percent. 
target share, CMC, Christian McCaffrey, 18%, uh, Jawan Jennings, 12%. You correctly not hit that during the season on Fantasy Football Weekly what, on a week where Brett, where Debo was going to be out. You're like, I think he was, he was either your take a chance on me player or you had a starting grade on him, and you're like, this is why. Yeah, it he, was. Uh, he I gets, think that was Vikings week, extra. actually. Yeah, yeah he gets uh, the Jennings, extra. by the way, one of the best blocking receivers in the league. Oh, my gosh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's good. Did you see him block some guy into the Gatorade cart last week? I, I missed that. I don't oh, remember it, it. Oh, it was glorious. It was glorious. Uh, Kittle's really fascinating. Yeah. In the games without Debo Samuel, basically he explodes. You know, when, you know all that yeah. middle-of-the-field stuff where Debo tends to get the ball, that yep. just they siphon it all to Kittle. In six uh, – oh, I – saw this stat from uh, somebody <laughs> on my Twitter feed. I'm sorry, I don't remember who. That's Six right. career games without Debo Samuel, when George Kittle did play, he averages 91 yards per game, 3.3 yards per route run. Gigantic numbers. That is, that is huge. Those are big numbers for Kittle. If Debo doesn't play, or if he's a decoy, I also think Kittle's sitting on a big game. And Debo could be a decoy in this game. Yep, it's 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 very possible if he goes in there, he could he could just be um, a, a few notes on Purdy without Debo, with mm-hmm. and without Debo, nineteen games with Debo, seven without Purdy's passer rating drops from one nineteen to eighty. Wow, without Debo, wow, that's a big change. His yards per attempt nine point four to eight point three. His, wow, Debo extends the field because Debo's known I have no for all idea. his bubble screens I have, I know, and everything it else. It must be yards after the catch or something. Because this is yards per attempt, not a dot. Okay, so it must be that mm-hmm. he gets the yards on it to to make it a difference. Completion percentage drops from seventy with Debo to sixty two percent without oh, Debo. Wow, because seventy is huge. Sixty two yeah, is more yeah. like NFL norm. Okay? Yeah. So he uh, everything about him drops without Debo. But I feel like that's probably fair for any team losing their wide receiver one or two. Okay, I'm listening right? to that, but yeah. You have Brandon Ayuk. You've right. got George Kittle. You've got yep. the best pass catching running back in football Absolutely. in Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. I Brock think be Purdy fine. should able to be he should fine. Be. He should be. He should be. As long as he doesn't have a Ravens or a Packers style well, game. Yeah. I blame the Packers game on the way. I think he couldn't deal with that downpour. I think that is mostly it. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and, but if you're the Lions, do you play to just take away Christian McCaffrey? Go look. We're not losing to Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy's going to have to go play hero ball. Right. Right. Yep. And, and unlike unlike uh, Goff with the pressure, Purdy had the third. It was the third best quarterback this year under pressure. Mm, um, okay. Which if Aiden Hutchinson, I think they can bring some pressure. But just just a note, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to throw two things at you from uh, a couple of my friends over at Fantasy Life. There, Dwayne McFarlane and. I believe the second one was Ian Harditz, so maybe okay. maybe they're not both from Fantasy Life. I mean, both those guys are, but um, the last uh, t- the last uh, wide receivers, the last string of wide receiver ones versus the Lions, and this is a Brandon Ayuk kind of yeah. note here. Maybe kill a little bit. Uh, C.D. Lamb, thirteen for two hundred twenty-seven. <laughs> Justin yep. Jefferson, twelve for one ninety-two. Puka Nakua, 9 for 181. Keenan Allen, 11 for 175. Mike Evans, 8 for 147. Justin Jefferson, 6 for 141. And those guys scored about 10 touchdowns combined. Unbelievable. And that was. So Ayuk should be sitting on a huge game. Should be. Cam Sullivan, they're cornerbacks for the Lions. Cam Sullivan, Kendall Vildor. Brutal. 
Yep. So bad. It's so bad. Yep. yep. And that's uh, and that'll be priority number one in the offseason for the Lions. And the second but. part, and I believe it was Ian Hartz, but if I'm crediting that wrong, that this that sucks. I'm sorry. It's the kind of stat I would have looked up anyway. Uh, but the last five quarterbacks against the Lions: Baker Mayfield, three forty nine and three; Matthew Stafford, three sixty seven and two; Nick Mullins, three ninety six and two; Dak Prescott, three forty five and two; Nick Mullins, four eleven and two. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> So, the worst game was 345 yards and two scores against the Lions in the last five games. And, you know, so that brings those shootouts. Let's talk Christian McCaffrey, right? Because, you know, the Lions are so easy to pass upon and so hard to run upon. I think McCaffrey could be sitting on a quiet game here. Yeah, it's very possible. It's very possible. His, um, his over-under rushing number is 88 yards, 87 and a half. Yes. You know how many runners topped 88 yards against Detroit this I year? I do because I listened you to heard your it show this morning. Today. You- <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. McCaffrey has to have, for him to hit his, his Vegas line on yards, yeah. he has to have the best game anybody's had against the Chiefs, or sorry, against the Lions, yep. by 19 yards. Yeah. And I don't think it's happening. <laughs> that's that's a it's a lot. The only the only wonderful caveat for McCaffrey, if you want to try to play the over on that line, mm-hmm. is that he gets everything for them usually. Usually, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, and, and with Debo out, you know, he's he doesn't take too many too many rushes anymore anyway. No, that's yeah, I he think really that's doesn't. that's largely dried up, right? Yep. yep. Lions uh, finished number one in rushing yards allowed, number mm-hmm. three in yards per carry allowed. Number two in rushes attempted. Okay. In part because their pass their pass defense is so bad. Yeah. Right? Why run? Now it's Christian McCaffrey, and that's a good reason to run. Right. But maybe you just throw to McCaffrey instead as yeah. a possibility. Could be. But um Lions only giving up sixty rushing yards per game. It's just that's nothing. Yeah, that's not much. Yeah. So I wonder if McCaffrey is sitting on a quiet, a quiet game here. <laughs> you all you all heard it. Chartian said Bet the I know, on uh, Christian, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. What a bummer that is. <laughs> Who wants to sit all game long? Yeah, and just go. Oh man, I hope Christian McCaffrey doesn't score. <laughs> yeah, that's I no hope, fun. I hope he doesn't do anything getting, awesome. Right, right. <laughs> that's there's no fun in that. That's why yes. people love the overs and hate the unders. It's, it's true. People you know, do. Sharps don't care, but people, no, people, your your casual betters. T- um, while we're talking Lions for a second, did you know you can already bet the Super Bowl MVP? Oh boy. You can. You can. Okay. So now. They got ten, four teams worth of players of odds. That's right. You got okay. four teams worth. Yeah. That's right. Now, 10 of the past 14 have been quarterbacks. Yep. Tell me if any of these interest you. To, you'd have to place his wagers today. Lamar Jackson is the favorite. He's got to be two, favorite. At yep. two for one. Yeah. Would you bet that? He, w- he would be. I was going to say even before. I was going to try to guess him. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I figured Lamar would be first. Brock Purdy, three to one. You interested in that? Inter- interesting. <sighs> I guess a little bit. I mean, yeah. Patrick I, Mahomes I'd, is four to one. I'd rather put way less money on a longer shot. But yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it's. <sighs> Mahomes at four, four to, to one. one. Four to one. Okay. If they get past the Ravens, right, and get to the Super Bowl, I think you'd be pretty happy to have that four to one on Patrick yeah. Mahomes to win MVP, since quarterbacks usually win it. Yeah, I I feel like Goff would be my fourth one just because I feel like if the Lions make it, I feel like they're the Chiefs or Ravens should take care of them. I know that they lost the they, the Chiefs lost to them week one, but yeah, that's that's a million years ago yeah, now. That's that's a different team. What do you think about Jared Goff nine to one M Super Bowl MVP? 
See, see that's the one I would bet on just because it, it's 9-1. It, to one. I know, right? <laughs> a, that part feels pretty good. I, I feel like the order is correct, though. But what a great story would be for Jared Goff, Gosh, who had the horrible Super Bowl game yeah. with the Rams, and then yeah. they they summarily go trade him, and yeah. you know, then with his new team, yeah. he goes back to the Super Bowl and wins MVP. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, what a great! I that'd mean, be that's awesome. a that's such a typical NFL kind of storyline. Yep. Oh, it'd be a great There's, story. There are so it? many storylines with this these last four teams. It's yes. it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful for that. But where do you stand as a Vikings fan on the Lions? Like I am a I was Barry Sanders, my favorite player of all time. Mm-hmm. Like the Lions are my second team. So like I'm I'm fine if they win. I'm happy. But I know there are a lot of Vikings fans who are like, not another NFC North team before us. Not another you know not a team that hasn't won before us. Um, I'm not that way. The okay. the Lions fans are so humble, and there's yeah, you know they've been beaten down for yeah. so long. They're so humble. They're so non arrogant. I I will say I, I've, I'm happy for them for the most yeah ninety percent of the ones and, yeah. I know are that way. Yeah, I have found some that are not handling being good as well as you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> they're not used to being good, so they they definitely have a. Uh, but it's not many of them. Most almost all you're right. Almost all Lions fans are. Are wonderful, yeah. Because yeah. you know they they just they don't have the arrogance here. Yep, and yep. that's um and that's you can't not be. And the other factor, and it's a real one. Yeah. My wife and I watched Hard Knocks. Yeah, you know the season before last, yep. and she fell in love with Dan Campbell. Hard not to. She's absolutely one hundred percent rooting for the yep. Lions because she loves Dan Campbell. Yep, I'm I'm generally especially with this. If the Bills were still in it, that'd make it a little more interesting. You know, a lose lose four Super yeah, Bowls. Right. And, yeah, versus yeah, Lions, right? Versus yeah. yeah, that that one. But I'm I'm more along the lines of I would love to see a fan base that has never had a championship get one for the yeah. whole fan base. To, I'm for sure. I, I like people being happy. <laughs> you know, the other thing. Uh, the other thing that. Yeah. And I think we may have mentioned this on last week's show, but as great as Patrick Mahomes is, and you know his legacy's already set, six it's just, championships, right? And it's just the league is healthier NFC, NFC. when you have Brady versus Manning. Yeah, you know. And I wanted it to be Josh Allen. I wanted Josh Allen to win so we could have Brady. Right. We could have we could yeah. have Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Didn't work out. Maybe it's going to be Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. It's just not. As a compet, you want it as a competitive league. You yeah. want to have you want that other yeah. players who are good too, not yep. just one team. Yep. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Well, let me give you one more Super Bowl MVP angle. Okay. If it's not going to be a quarterback, I told you ten of the last fourteen have been quarterbacks. Yeah. If it's not going to be a quarterback, it's got to be somebody who's explosive that can turn the game on two or three gigantic plays. Right. That's going to pile up hundred and fifty yards. Jamison Williams? No. <laughs> Give me another lion. Alman Ross St. Brown? Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Okay. Now, I told Is you he, what the quarterback odds were. Here's my tough thing Wait, with that. Okay, well, hold on just a second. Okay. Yeah, I told you what the, the, the quarterback odds, like 2-1, to 3-1, to 4-1. to one. What do you think the odds are for Jameer Gibbs to win Super Bowl MVP? 30-1. to 125-1. to one. All right, now go ahead. See, here's my problem. James White scored as a running back three touchdowns. <laughs> and he caught like 80 passes. He had over 100 total yards, mm-hmm. and he scored the game-winning touchdown. And they're like, nah. Quarterback. I know. <laughs> Look, so, <laughs> I get it. If Tom Brady was on the field, he was going to win it. You do have a point. You do. It's, it is kind of a different point, though. Like, it's... 
I, I'm not comparing Goff to like the you know, Goff is not Brady. Like Brady, like if you don't give it to Brady, there's a thing there, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, I, I still think they'd give it to Goff. But I do like it. That's a that's incredible odds. Just the odds are so good, that's right? Incredible I mean, odds. 125 to one. They played the Super. They played yeah. out this week and next week 125 times. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs would win MVP like. I don't know, nine times or ten yeah. times or something yep. like that. Yep. Something, I like it. I like it. something in the ballpark of nine times. Nine, nine, nine times. Nine times. So like you know, it. I'm interested. You know, not one out of one hundred twenty-five. Nine, nine out nine. of one hundred twenty-five. <laughs> you get the idea. I get it. I like uh, it. I like it. it's. It's a really deep. I don't think it's one. happening, but it's no fun. probably it's not. Fun. I hope it happens. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't it be? And then everybody, you get the peacock of all peacocks if that happened. Oh, that'd be so. Yeah, good. we'd have to yeah. find a super peacock button. Super peacock. Because it's a super bowl. We need a super, a super peacock. peacock. Good point. Maybe it's like an auto-tuned peacock. <laughs> what is what? Maybe we need more than one peacock. What is a group of peacocks I, called? I actually don't know this. Is it a pod of peacocks? I don't know. I mean, there's like uh, a, there's a pod of whales. There's a murder murder of, murder crows, of crows, right? Um, yeah. What is more than what's a group of peacocks called? I'm, how I'm, do we and how do we not know this yet? Yeah, this is this is insane because we're a group of people that uh, a muster, a muster. An, you say an ostentation or a muster? Oh, ostentation's way better. An ostentation of peacocks. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, and the plural is peafowl. <laughs> Is it really? I didn't know that. We've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's peafowl? There's no way. No way. Oh. It's not peacocks. It's peafowl. Females are peahens. What? I'm not going to believe. No, I'm not going to believe. lying National Geographic. What do they know about peacocks? They don't know anything. A muster of peacocks. Peafowl? Peafowl. A mustard peacock. I got to imagine that's the correct one, but other people, Uh, but but you can use peacocks. I got to believe that's a dual thing where you can use, you could. If you got to the end of this peacock. Even the thing says group of, what is a group of peacocks called? (laughs) So like it doesn't even say peafowl in there. If you got to the end of this podcast, uh, which we're at now. A group of peahens is a harem. Is it really? (laughs) Who comes up with this stuff? Peafowl are members of the pheasant family. Interesting. No, it is definitely If you made it to the end of this podcast. Jesus. On Twitter, at ScottFish24, (laughs) at Paul Charchian, hashtag muster of peafowl. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, beautiful! I don't know what I'm gonna. I I don't. We should. I, what I, do we do with this information? I know. <laughs> I just, I want to know if people actually get to this point or if they've long since turned this thing off. Gosh, we'll find wow. out. Impressive. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. We'll talk about Super Bowl games you can play. Uh, Matt Harrison's already prepping it. He's very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, ways you can have fun with your uh, Super Bowl parties and stuff like that. And then uh, the week after that, we'll be breaking down the Super Bowl. Can't wait. Uh, at our last chance to talk about football from the 2023 season, and and after that, we're going to start getting Thor heavy with uh, a lot of uh, a, lot a lot of rookie of talk, rookie stuff, and yeah. yeah, yeah, he's in Mobile this week, uh, Senior Bowl stuff. So that'll uh, that'll be great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 